Hey guys, man, I can't What's believe up? that we are back. Summer break. It's good to see you guys. Christina, how was your how was college? College was good. Nice, man. I, guys, I can't wait to see Jerry again. I, I heard he's getting really involved in some clubs. Yeah, I miss Jerry Bear, man. He was drinking beers, having some fun times over there. Yeah, man. Oh, here he is now. Jerry, what's up, dude? Jer! What's up is what you say. What's down is what I want to get with you guys. It's good to see you guys. It's been a while. A while has it been for me. And forever has it been for all of us. Yeah, man. Uh, here you're like in some clubs and stuff. How how's that all going? Like, what's up, dude? You want to like go get a drink, hang out? A drink is what you ask. But I've never had a sip. No. And it's not, not about one. where we're going. It's more okay. so about where we're headed. But nobody knows, and everybody doesn't. What? So school's good? Your lipstick is colored up by the angel. I know exactly what goes on. Hello, welcome to Big Sweaty Week 6. I'm Cam, I'm joined by Jack. Hello. Kyle. Hello. Steve. Greetings, my friends. And Julia, back for a second episode. Hello. And we're having some audio issues, but that's all right. Um, So if it feels like this episode is a little choppy and cut up, it's because it is. It's a sushi episode. Um, oh, I like that. Yeah. So first and foremost, I think we're going to start off with sponsors again. The sponsors that you heard us talk about a couple episodes ago, they all decided to back out. And uh, Yeah, it's a shame. It, except for one sponsor. One sponsor decided to stick around. And that sponsor was the 2004 Detroit Pistons. So shout Big out Chauncey for that. Yeah. We had some conversations with Tayshawn Prince and Rashid Wallace. And they're like, no, fuck these guys. But then Chauncey was like, I think we should keep them around. Uh, so they're still on, but we do have some other sponsors. I could start um, with the first sponsor of the week. This episode of great. The Big Sweaty Podcast is sponsored by when you go to wipe your ass, like the first wipe, and your finger bursts through the paper, the toilet paper, and you get a little bit of shit on your finger. But then you like it, so you keep sticking your finger up your butt, and you move it around a couple more times, and uh, more shit comes out, but it feels good this time and then the toilet flushes and your butt's wet but it feels nice that one they call you too (laughs) yeah um (laughs) 
what else uh what else did we um <clears throat> i actually got an email from a sponsor for this week uh this week's episode is also brought to you by when you're in a fresh pair of socks and step into a wet puddle <sighs> well, I, I go ahead jack well i wonder if you know the same sponsor or a similar sponsor heard the same thing because uh, I heard this pro- podcast should be is about to be brought to you by like when you running outside and pouring rain and your shoelaces get all wet or your shoes get untied and so your shoelaces are getting all wet. So I wonder if there's a similar thought where the industry of people getting wet, like our podcast, could be a thing. Yeah, definitely that's a, a parent company for sure. Mm-hmm. That's a demo we were taking very concise aim at. Uh, this episode is also sponsored by. Uh, eating a big meal, <laughs> putting on your mask to leave the restaurant, burping and having it get in your eyes. <laughs> Kyle, you got one? This episode is also this. Yeah, I do. I just, another email just came through. This episode is brought to you by going on a romantic Valentine's day dinner. But right when you get there, you get hit with a case of diarrhea and have to run to the bathroom for 15 minutes and shit your brains out while your date sits there and orders wine and all kinds of other stuff. That's a, that's definitely a very topical, uh, timely sponsor. So shout out to them for supporting us, Steve. I think you had one big sweaty ideas brought to you by paprika. When you want a little bit of spice, but not too much to upset your belly. That was a. Uh, it's a, we've been trying to get into the food industry, and they were the first ones. Julia, did you have one? Yeah, this week's episode is actually sponsored by the Spins. And just no the spins. way. Wow, I love that company. The Spins is doing great work these days. Isn't that a vinyl place? <laughs> There's a couple of things for sure. Steve was too happy with that one. <laughs> Jack, did you have, you had one, I think. I mean, I'm trying to think. I Okay. Uh, this big sweaty podcast brought to you by when you drop your phone next to the seat in, or, and it falls through and you can't stick your hand down there. So yeah, big sweaty podcast brought to you by that. That's the that happens to a lot of people, <laughs> including me. Thing, I think th- I'll even throw out also. I think uh, a sister company, Big Sweaty Podcast, also brought out to you where you try to lean forward with your seatbelt and your seatbelt holds you back for whatever fucking reason. It just stops you from leaning forward, and you have to go like this like five times. Yeah, Big Sweaty Podcast also in that industry because you're not getting in an accident all the time. That's their tagline. Um, <laughs> this episode of Big Sweaty, I feel like I'm focusing too much on bodily fluids with my current sponsors. Um, so that's this, all right, man. It's wherever the money's coming from, dude. Yeah, dude, we got to get paid somehow. Um, this episode mm-hmm. is sponsored by Latrell Sprewell. You guys remember yeah. him? Yeah, kind of. Let me let me give a Google search, but can you go into detail? 
we have to cut this part because he's a sponsor and I, I figured maybe we Is that the guy who hurt his knee? No, he 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 was an NBA player when we were a little bit younger. I believe he was on the Warriors for a little while. He has some sweet shoes. Wow. Tell all your friends you've got your gun to my head. This This episode is brought to you by that extra belly button lint that you find that smells extra stinky. I'll be um, on for, I'll be on. I'm just going to go to the bathroom real quick. I'll, I'll be able to hear you guys. I'll mute myself when I pee. Okay. <laughs> Jack's still on the boat in Tampa Bay. <laughs> uh, yeah. Steve, you had a story. And I'm going to pull up the article so I can support your telling of the story if needed. But uh, a boy nearly became mashed potatoes. Yes. I wanted to write this without any context because I wanted you guys to be like, what the hell is Steve talking about this week? But literally, the title of this article is, I was going to be a mashed potato. Florida boy recounts garbage truck horror. So basically in Florida, a seven-year-old boy jumped into a trash can as a prank tied from his parents. And then it was trash day and he didn't know that. And his quote was, it was a bad day for me. Uh, This was reported by Fox News in Tampa, Florida. Of course it happened in Florida. Um, He said, I was scared. Luckily he was able to act in time and call 911 for help when the truck picked up his trash can and put him in the truck. (laughs) In a minute, he went out, and the next thing I hear is the sound of the truck guy and a screaming, says uh, the garbage man. (laughs) The kid says, I don't like trash cans anymore. (laughs) And uh, his quote was, I thought I was going to be mashed potatoes. Uh, a very innocent reaction to almost being murdered by a garbage truck. Yeah, it's a it's a good way to put a near death experience. Did you guys ever hide? Like, did you ever hide in a trash can? I thought trash cans were smelly and gross. I would have never gotten close to one. I think I've, I've had a I've spent a fair share of time in a trash can before, but never on trash day. Never. Uh, I played hide-and-go-seek to win, dude. I think it also shows just a testament to your IQ. Well, you, you might get Thank in a you. trash can, but you would never get in a trash can on, let's say, a Tuesday morning, if Tuesday morning were... Absolutely morning were not. Um, Kyle, I go in a little more Wednesday into your, morning. Kyle, as, as someone who... You see you play hide-and-go-seek to win. What was your like strategy in hide-and-go-seek as a kid who hid in trash cans growing up? Okay, well, first off, if somebody says you're only allowed to hide in this room, that's not true. You can hide wherever you want, and that's how you win. They were like, all right, only hiding in the house. Nope, outside, trash can, seven hours. Undefeated. Undefeated. There's actually a hide-and-go-seek. I'm actually broadcasting from a trash can right now. <laughs> I, I haven't been found to this till this day, dude. That's it's why pretty, the quality sucks. It's All been right. pretty dark. <laughs> so hold Go on. Ahead, Jack. So 
So if you hid in a trash can, was the rule, hey, Kyle, you, I know you like to spend time in trash cans. You can't go in there this time. And then you went in the trash can or was it just like, hey, Kyle, don't leave this room. And your first thought was I'm going in the trash can. The, the latter. The, yeah. They would say, don't leave this room. I'm like, boom, trash can. They'll never find me there. Yeah. That's hey. good. I used Respect to, my, go, my go-to spot is if I were in a house with a, a laundry chute, I would jump mm-hmm. into, I would jump into the laundry chute, but then hold up my arms and legs against the, <laughs> the side of the laundry chute. <laughs> spider cam, the, spider cam. Yeah. Yes. And, but that's why I, I'm so lanky is because I, I never did any uh, building. It was always just conditioning. It was kind of like a, like treading water in a pool but trying to stay mm-hmm. stay up in laundry chutes. Did you know that there's actually a hide-and-go-seek league in Portland? I mean, the city's on fire right now, so they're probably on hold. But typically, there's a hide-and-go-seek league. And I don't know if there's one in Indianapolis, but Cam and Julia, I would love to join that. That sounds very fun. Yeah, that sounds great. Are any trash cans on the on the course? Trash cans are on the course. I think they pick like a destination, like, all right, we're hiding in the Indianapolis library this week or whatever. And then you got to find a place. So hide in those I'll trash make, cans. I'll make, the, I'll make the drive. You give me the days and the times, I'll be there. Love it. Seems like, a, seems like the very small men and women would be better. You'd be surprised, dude. I'm deceivingly small. I'm six foot four and heavy make myself the size of a small pebble if i had to i'm a shapeshifter like that you're surprisingly collapsible for being as large as you are yeah i'm like a folding chair dude you could could fit into like a long bag on trips Mm -hmm. yeah could you you get a checked bag if the flight's expensive you think you could put you in like my ski bag on the like oh yeah and check bag you think it would work You've done it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, if it's under a five-hour flight, I can do it. Any longer than that, I start to get a little lightheaded because the oxygen and stuff. All right, yeah, that's fair. That's why we usually just uh, string a couple of McDonald's straws together in the terminal, and then we mm-hmm. sl- slide it up to the overhead compartment, and then that way Kyle mm-hmm. can get air or a vodka crayon. Or whatever he needs on the airplane, but he's never paid for the airplane <laughs> ticket. He's never, never once paid to fly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Kyle, Kyle, remember before I knew you that well, I ran into you in Park City, just in the middle of like the ski mountain. Oh yeah, that was pretty it, wild, right? Like, did you did you pay for an airfare ticket then, or did you were you just no, absolutely bag? not. Check okay. bag. Got, you could have my ski check- bag, man. Okay, well, I'm going out there soon, so if you want to come out with me and you want to be my check bag, I get free check bags on United through my credit card, you're welcome to come with me. All right, yeah, count me in. Perfect. Yeah. See if it's David Blaine shit in action. (laughs) Yeah. He just swallows all the clothes and toiletries. (laughs) (laughs) And then when you get to to your destination, um, he releases all of them. Yeah, Kyle, where's my toothbrush? Kyle. Yeah. <laughs> it's right here. <laughs> Don't bother trying to explain.
so speaking of Utah, a lot of people thought that the Colts might try to move up in the draft and, and draft Zach Wilson early on. But instead, they decided today to trade for Carson Wentz. Mm-hmm. And Jack, you're the resident football expert. You've been to at least two more football games than any of the rest of us in the last three weeks. And you've spent a lot of time inside stadiums or with people who have been inside stadiums uh, over the last few weeks. So, I mean, I, I live in Indy. Steve lives in Indy. Julia lives in Indy. So we all have our own thoughts. But uh, maybe right. an maybe an out-of-towner's take on, on the Carson Wentz Colts trade uh, is what the audience needs to hear here first and foremost. Well, I think anytime you only give up like a second or a third rounder for a quarterback that at one point has been good, even though he's been really, really, really shitty the last year, something must have said. I almost think, I almost think it's worth the shot if you're the Colts because the Colts have a great offensive line, a great defense, and um, they could totally be in win now mode. If Carson Wentz comes back to the old guy that he used to be. So if I'm on the Colts, I like the move a lot. If I know there was a lot of talk that the bears were offering something similar, even better. I'm glad the bears didn't get them just because I don't think the bears are in win now mode. If they have an average quarterback, they need a good quarterback. I think Foles was a slightly below average quarterback. So if I'm Indy, I'm very happy with the trade. If I'm the bears, I'm happy. They didn't make the trade. Um, We'll see. We'll see what happens with it, but I don't know. It just depends. Can Carson Wentz get over the fact it seems like he got really offended that Jalen, they drafted Jalen hurts and that made him like insecure or whatever. And he couldn't play football anymore. So we'll see what happens. I don't know. What are your guys thoughts on the trade? So Jack, let me put this right back on you. And I've, I've had a lot of time to stew over it because um, again, we're an Indian social media has, has re- really been uh Obsessing over the Carson Wentz trade today, especially that Barstool Indy account. It's freaking going nuts over it. They are great. Um, so Jack, do you think Carson Wentz? He he had come out and, and said he was so adamantly against going to the Bears, and he's like, I think I'm in the right spot with the Colts. Do you think maybe that Chicago is too progressive for a religious man like Carson Wentz? No. I think it has to do with a shitty offensive line head coach GM not in win now mode and everybody's about to get fired. I think that has more to do with it where Frank Wright has in Indy. If you have all the tools, I didn't watch every Colts game this year. I'm a bears fan, but Phillip rivers, anytime I watch the Colts play, he looked God awful. And that team somehow made the playoffs. I think the Colts, you get a guy like Carson Wentz who knows he has so much talent around him. I think they're going to do well. Um, my opinion, we'll see what happens. You can use this on cold takes or freezing cold takes if he's down. Go ahead, Kyle. You mentioned tools that the Bears don't have. You mentioned tools that the Bears don't have. Do you think one of the tools that the Colts have that the Bears don't is the Holy Bible? You, think the, you, think, you think the Colts have the Bible or the Bears have the Bible? Yes. No, the Colts. The Colts have the Bible? Why, why do you say the they Colts have, a, have the have, have you ever have you ever been, have you to, been to Indiana? Have, yeah, there's a lot yeah. of those bill there's a lot of those billboards that say God created everything. One eight five five. Philip Rivers the, is a Mormon. The, the truth. Philip Rivers isn't a Mormon. He's super. He's super Christian. Yeah, I think I think maybe. Uh, this yeah, is, well, he turned out like sixteen kids, like he Mormon dude. 
so he's Mormon in my book. Okay. He's anti-birth control. So every time he has sex with his wife, there's a good chance she gets pregnant. That's why well, he has he's how many kids does he have? That's how many times he's probably had sex. So this is this actually makes a lot of sense because I did see Phil Rivers <laughs> last night. This is crazy. But I did see Philip Rivers last night at Verde, a Mexican restaurant at Ironworks. And this is a true story. True story. And, and he was with his wife, Mrs. Rivers, and it was just them two. So <laughs> Mrs. Rivers. <laughs> I think that's her first name, Mrs. Rivers. <laughs> I mean, clearly if she's pushing out kids that much, she's really dedicated to the role. Um, but uh, so essentially my thought is, how many of the kids they got? Nine, ten, two adopted, I think. But Philip Rivers dreams out there. Yeah, but my thought is, do you think that since I saw them on a date? Sorry, my dog's whining again. Must be all this uh, talk about fucking as a castrated man himself. Um, but essentially, if Philip Rivers is going out to dinner with his wife and they're leaving their kids at home. Do you think maybe that it's like a uh, they're signifying like this is the night we're gonna fuck like his baby is the next baby on the way? Like you're saying that not only does Philip Rivers have an off season, but his wife has an off season as well. I'm saying his his uh, wife's vagina also has an off season. Yes. Wow. And I thought she was retired, but uh, I think I think it's uh it might, there might be a comeback in order. You might have just cracked the code. You might have just figured it all out. What about free agency? I mean, is there such a thing as free agency for his wife as well? Well, well I think that's where the adopted kids come in there, Steve. Oh. That's when she was she was testing free agency those years. She flirted with retirement, but then she was like, you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna try out another team. She adopted a child. Is this too off topic? Is this too off base to talk about? I I like it. I think this I is like, a hot take. I don't take. think so. I think this is good stuff. Well, good because I fucking know it is. I think we're getting down to the <laughs> nitty gritty, and people people are really gonna appreciate this. Hmm. But as far as the Wentz did you just say goes, I noticed? No, I didn't. Are you, did you making an SNL reference now? No, I said no. I fucking know it is. So like, kind of. Okay. But in more, more words. And this more of a, a show that airs at like 1 or 2 a.m. and not at 11. Um, yeah. But as far as the Wentz trade goes, Jack, I think that the trade looks much better on paper until Carson Wentz meets that snap requirement and that conditional pick turns into a first-round pick. Because I don't think he's worth that much. But I think on paper right now, people are like, wow, Chris Ballard, Fantastic job. And I do think Chris Ballard is doing a good job. I think he got him for a much better price than anybody else would have. But if he does hit that 75% snap mark, which is crazy, it's just so funny how like certain loopholes you can find in NFL contracts that seem seemingly cover your ass. But what prevents him from playing 75% of the Colts snaps in 2021, 2022? Right. Well, I think if he's just like, let's say he's like a Mitch Trubisky level, like how Mitch played this year. If they got to like 70%, I could see the Colts just being like, and let's say the Colts, let's say they're like five and seven 
and he doesn't hit that snap. I could see the Colts just cutting him and being like, nope, we're, we're only giving up a first round. We're not giving up a second round. Yeah. You, know? you were also paying last year, you're paying collectively $40 million for Jacoby Brissett and Philip Rivers. And right. now, at most, what you're going to be paying $23, $24 million for Carson Wentz this mm-hmm. year. So it's not a bad deal per se. It's not a, it's not bad. But if it doesn't work out, I think that's what people are focusing on. It's like, you can't, you can't fuck this up. You're in a win right now window. And if you're going to take that risk, because $23 million is still a risk, not as bad as what you would take with a, a bigger court, a, a much more bigger market quarterback probably doesn't it's want to. It's a lot of money. Yeah. It's a, yeah. So it has things right? I would do for $23 million. Yeah. What's the quarterback position though? You can take risks like that. And it's like, cause if it hits, you could have your franchise guy. I don't think it's going to hit as much as we'd expect, but you know, we could be wrong and he's played well before. Julia, what do you think? I like teams for the quarterbacks. I'm, I know I live in Indy, but I'm not a huge Colts fan. I've never been a Carson Wentz fan. It's going to take me a little bit to uh, get behind him. He's kind of, but, he does, he's not interested in you either. He's in love with his wife deeply through the Lord. Go ahead. Right. Right. Okay. Um, but it's going to take a little bit for me to adjust, <laughs> but I think it was a good, we got a pretty good deal on him. The Colts did. We don't give a fuck about the Colts, but nice. Who's your QB then? Uh, Drew Brees. Oh, let's go. Uh, Boilermaker. Okay. All right. Moving on. Retired Drew Brees. Old news. I know. I need to find a new guy. More but... like gone with the breeze. Favorite <laughs> novel. <laughs> he was yeah. great though. In his, in his in his day. He was great. I met him one time. Really? Yeah. Where? How much taller were you than him? <laughs> <laughs> um, I met him at a fraternity at Purdue. Sigma Whoa, Kai. what? He was a Sigma Chi. Jersey Tuesdays. Jack. Oh, what about, I, I will say, what about Kyle Orton? Have you ever met Kyle Orton? Cause he's like in terms, not in terms of being a good football player, but in terms of just being a person, I think Kyle Orton is just the greatest quarterback of all time at not at being a quarterback. It just being a person. Cause I've seen the pictures of him at Purdue when he was a Pike, just mm-hmm. him blacked out holding a fifth at Jack Daniels. Have you seen those pictures? Yeah, of course. Yeah. Kyle Orton. Have you ever met Kyle Orton? Never. No, because I've reached out on social media him like ten times, asking to ha- asking to hang out with him, and he just you're in not his with. DMs. He only has like he only has like six hundred Instagram followers, so I thought maybe we could make he would maybe make it work, but yeah, Breeze is, aw- Breeze is Breeze is awesome. Obviously, a better quarterback, but Kyle Orton is an absolute legend. I would say. Well, I, I'm I'm sorry, I'm not letting go of this Breeze story. Like, what happened? Like, was it just like, hi, I'm. I'm Julia, you're Drew Brees, or like, <laughs> did you guys like high five? What happened? No, it wasn't. It wasn't. When I say I met him, like that was so foul of me to say because that's not what happened. He was just I there. saw him and I waved, and that was all, really. And you're that's like, cool. hey, old man, nice birthmark. That's kind well, of. I what knew happened who he to... was. Nice. Yeah, that's uh, Julius, and I also have a confession. That's kind of what happened with me and Phil Rivers last night at dinner. Right. So it was like I was leaving the restaurant. I went to the bathroom and I Googled Phil Rivers' wife <laughs> to make sure that it could have been because it was a quick double take that I did as I was walking by him. 
Um, and uh, uh, we didn't exchange many words. What's everybody's like biggest celebrity that you've seen in the wild? And well, met? like met in person or like no, just... no, 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 just like close enough. Like didn't didn't like see them at like an event or something where you had to pay tickets and they were performing or something. Just saw them in the wild. You were close enough. Looked at them like, oh shit, that's blah blah blah, so and so. So, so um, the guy, the guy that lived in Los Angeles for 19 months is asking the people who predominantly have lived in the Midwest who the most famous lobbing, person that they I'm have seen. I'm lobbing myself a pitch, dude. All right, you've seen batting practice what? where they throw up the ball and they're like, "All right, coming to you third base," and then they hit it themselves. That's what I'm doing right now. All right, well, what we need to do is take a break. It's a for long a list. We need to take a break because the audio has gotten. Uh, it sounds like the audio file is being dragged through mud and snow. So I'm going to stop the recording and then we will restart. And then we'll get to uh, the most famous person you've ever seen in real life. All right. After a word from our sponsors. The Pistons are the 2004 NBA champions. And now direct from the NBA store on NBA.com, you can own the Pistons championship pack. The official hat and t-shirt the Pistons wore during their post-game celebration. Plus, relive all the excitement with the NBA Finals DVD, highlighting the 2004 NBA champion Pistons. Log on to NBA.com or call 866-NBA-0823. Get the official hat, t-shirt, and DVD for only $64.99. Celebrate with your 2004 NBA champion Pistons. We also definitely forgot to talk about um, what famous celebrities we've met in person. Yeah, let's talk about that now. <laughs> <laughs> Just because there's yes, some, definitely yes. some talk. We talked about that for sure. Yes. Yeah. All right, let's do that. And then We're we'll going to cut back to that and like just never cut back. <laughs> <laughs> that would be kind of funny. We should talk about it. Though. <laughs> all right, all right. Um, you know, I, I know I've already mentioned my bowling for soup meeting at Dave and Buster's. Um, but I don't know if that's like the most famous sighting I've ever had. Um, as far as like the most famous celebrity, it's tough. Cause you know, you got like, is it athlete? Is it actor? Whatever. Um, but there was one time I was at a gas station in North Carolina. I walk in, I'm checking out. I got my road snack, beef jerky, Gatorade. I uh, check out. Cool. Thanks. Turn around. Chad Michael Murray. Right behind me. Oh, shit. <laughs> who's, who's Chad Michael Murray? I'm sorry. That's a girl's dream. Dude, what? Cinderella girl's story? Dream. The homecoming I... story? The homecoming One Tree scene? Hill. One Tree Hill. Come on. I literally turn around and I'm like, just staring and then I, I kind of walk away. And then before I leave, I just kind of like open the door and turn around. And I swear he looked at me and just gave me a little wink. And I just got a shiver down my spine. Bullshit. He did not look at you. <laughs> no, he didn't. He ignored my existence. But I uh, walked out, drove did you, away. Did you know who he was when you saw him? Oh, not when I first looked. When I first looked, I was like, well, that guy kind of looks like Chad Michael Murray. Checking out my food, turn around, and I'm like, that's definitely Chad Michael Murray. And then walked out went in my car and uh, with my friends who I was with. And I was like, guys, I think Chad Michael Murray's in this gas station right now. <laughs> so if you were going to Sonico in North Carolina, 
back in circa 2014. <laughs> you saw Shad Michael Murray, you'll know. How did he's got next? <laughs> I think you got next. It, I don't think I've compared to Chad Michael Murray himself, but um, I was at a uh, t-shirt shop, a vintage t-shirt shop in Los Angeles. I don't know if there's a lot of celebrities around that area, but I happened to see one there that day. I walked in the t-shirt shop and who else would it be there at the register? But ASAP Rocky. And with his, with a girl, I did not know who it was. It was pointed out to me. It was Chantel Jeffries. I still don't know who that is, but I remember ASAP Rocky was arguing with the t-shirt shop owner or the cashier and his voice is so beautiful He's like, bro, you're really going to do me like this? Like, you're going to do me like this? And like, arguing about the price of T-shirts. I'm like, you can afford the T-shirts, Mr. Rock. And his, he goes over to his like bodyguard, puts his hand out. Bodyguard slaps a wad of cash in his hand. He puts it on the table. He's like, all right, now give me the shirts. Gets the shirts and leaves. I was like, whoa. That was, that was Mr. Rocky, Mr. ASAP Rocky himself. That was him. That's wild, dude. I forgot about and that story. Also that, also, that same day, I did see Josh Hutcherson, Bridge of Terabithia, Hunger Games. His list goes on, but... That's... That, you what a talent. You should have led with... Is. You buried the lead. Another girl's dream. I did. Right there. Yeah, I really did. <laughs> Julia, really? do you want... I Josh could go. I, I, could, I could go. Do you want... Yeah, I'll, let's I'll hear, finish let's it hear. off. Yeah. Okay. All right. So uh, I, uh, me and Kyle were living in the same apartment in uh, Bloomington. And we actually, fun fact, we're both the co founders of Barstool, Indiana. Um, yeah. No, we do. But uh, back before wow. it was, yeah. Thanks, Julia. Wow. Thank you. Uh, before it was uh, this big entity that it is now, we used to like have to really scratch and claw for followers. And I was also working at Kilroy's our senior year and um, Post Malone was there. This was like pre like face tattoos, uh, pre pretty much everywhere tattoos, Post Malone. And Saturdays are for the boys was still like a really big thing before it was like uh, taboo to say that because it's certainly not as cool anymore. Um, but Somebody said, oh, Post Malone's here is our roommate, Tucker. He was like, you got to come here and, like, get a clip for Barstool, Indiana. And I was like, yeah, for sure. And I go down there and I see Post Malone. And he's, like, chilling with his crew, which is certainly smaller now. And he probably wouldn't be in Bloomington, Indiana ever again, especially in the open now with his current level of fame. But at the time, he was just, you know, Austin Post, right? Fucking, he was White Iverson at the time. He wasn't current Post Malone. And... Um, he was in the corner and as he was walking out of the corner, the whole crowd starts to move. And I, I was right there and I had my camera and I opened up my phone and I said, Hey, post, you know, like this is for Barstool. Like, let me ask you something really quick. And I said, what are Saturdays for? And I noticed my camera was looking, was pointing away from us. So like it, the camera wasn't reversed to face both of us. So I had to look Post Malone in the eyes and I said, hey, can you hold on a second? And he said, nothing. And I flipped the camera around and took my time a little bit. And then by the time I had flipped the camera around, my hand was shaking like a fucking leaf. And I was like, what are Saturdays for? 
And even a year and a half after, after this whole thing had been, this whole movement had been going on, he said, turn up, brother. See you later. Right in my face. <laughs> wow. And then so, the turnip industry blew up. Turnips went turnips were flying brother. off the shelves after that, dude. It's a good time to be in agriculture for sure. For Ju- sure. Julia, what do you got? So I as I mentioned off camera, I've met quite a few famous people because of my previous employment before becoming a recruiter. Um, at a very cool job. And right. unfortunately, I signed quite a few NDAs, but I can tell you, I did meet, have the opportunity to meet and um, have lots of conversations with um, Michael Morden. I'm sure you can piece it together there. Yeah. He's like one of the, the greatest NBA players, arguably the best yeah. of all time, not in my opinion, but in general, go on. And, and not the guy from Creed 2. No. Right. <laughs> no. So I did have the opportunity of meeting him and showing him around. Fuck, I can't say it, but <laughs> showing him around. Showing him around. Showing him around. Now it sounds like I like took him off the street and brought him into my house. This sounds and, like, like a gave him a lap dance. But no. Whoa. <laughs> that sounds like it a was weird. <laughs> sounds like the blind side sounds like an x-rated version of the blind side now <laughs> fuck okay space well, jam let's end that there yep all right well that was good um all right this Yeah, don't ever tell me I know you well enough to know You never love me You're for the cash